Welcome to Mindful Creatives, the podcast. You know what? I rocked up to a job once and I dropped my camera right right before walking into the clients off into their business. <laughs> like I opened it and like it's like glass smashed everywhere. Mm. And then that just ruins your flow, doesn't mm. it? I'm your host, Kim Tran Flores. When life seems to go too fast and your thoughts overwhelm you, perhaps it's time to slow down by giving your attention to the present moment. All right, on today's episode of Mindful Creatives, we have Jenny Din. Welcome, Jenny. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Nice to see you again. I know, it's <laughs> nice to be here with you. <laughs> Share three words that describe you. Ooh, um, energetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, put him on the spot when I do Yeah, this. you are. You do put me on the spot. I said energetic, um, risk taker, mm-hmm. and affectionate. <laughs> <laughs> you are. I don't know. You are. I yeah. know your love language. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you say energetic because I, I, I would agree too, which which leads me into the question. When I first met you, right, you, you were juggling quite a few things. Yeah. You, family. Um, you only had Bronson at that time. You had the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, you had CoLab. And I believe you were also doing fitness around that time. Yeah. Yeah. How? Like, how, how were you able to, to kind of juggle all that in that, that hecticness? Um, I mean, you, I think I've shared this with you a little bit before. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my mind around that time was all about the hustle. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed that, that pace mm-hmm. of just go, 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 go. Um, so I'm a big believer in outsourcing things. Mm-hmm. So when people think, oh, how do you do it all? I actually don't do it all. You yeah. just prioritise your time and then the things that you don't enjoy doing, you mm. give to somebody else to do. Um, yeah, and, and, and you just pick the ones that um, you have to do. Mm. Those are the things that you do. And then you obviously slot in the things that you enjoy yeah. as well, which is like the fitness stuff. How did I do it all? Yeah, I guess. I actually, I, I connected with you quite a lot when, because when I, I, I first physically met you, we had chatted a few times online, but when I first physically met you was at a networking event. Yes, I remember. And we happened to, yeah. to be seated next to each other and you actually were one of the speakers. Yeah. And you said, I don't do everything. I have a cleaner. Yeah. And I was like, that's it. That's my best friend. Yeah. Right. Because I really connect with that. Because you can't do everything. Yeah. You know, it, 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 I mean, you could do everything, but you'd be, what are you compromising in that sense? Yeah. Right? I think in yeah. business where, and you've heard me say this before, mm. where we're applauded for being great delegators, mm. you know, oh, yeah. she's such a gun, she's a businesswoman, she's an mm. entrepreneur, all this sort of stuff. But then at home, People expect you to do, I don't know, when I say people, but society expects yeah. you to do it all. Or you expect you yeah, to do it all. Yeah, you cook and clean and be a mum, be a wife and, yeah. you know, all those sorts of things. Um, but I just see it as if you run your house like you run your business, mm. wouldn't that be so much better? Yeah. And I hate cleaning, like, bathrooms. So I outsource that. I was like, why waste my time doing something I don't enjoy where, you know, if I didn't, I don't enjoy accounting. I have an accountant. Yeah. No one says anything about but that. That's, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. No one questions when you get an accountant. But no. everyone questions when you get a cleaner. Yeah. All of a sudden, or someone to do your laundry for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You've outsourced things that you don't like doing because you want to spend more time doing things that you like, which is fitness. Yeah. Yeah. Fitness yeah. is... Um, Fitness started as a necessity in terms of losing the baby weight. So mm. I, I put on 
a crazy amount. I put on 30 kilos when I had Bronson. Mm. But I was like really stick skinny. So I I was really cocky. I thought, how hard can it be? Like, I'll lose it. I've seen old photos of you and you are definitely stick skinny. Like the person you are today is completely different. And we all, we don't realise the changes in hormone levels in our body when we have a baby. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I was desperate to lose the weight um, purely because I just, uh, I just didn't know myself. But after I had lost the weight... I could actually see and feel the the benefits of mm. um, of exercise, mm-hmm. so that's why it's stuck with me for so long. Um, and I think it's essential to run a healthy household. It's mm. essential to run a good business to have a healthy body. A healthy body. Yeah, yeah. yeah I agree with that. Yeah, yeah and I mean, I'd, and it's so lovely to see that it's taken on with you as well. You know, it's it's not just me. And I we are we are good friends, and we we hang around each other a lot. And I influence. I am influenced by the people around me and that's why it's essential to have good people around you yeah. who you connect with. But it's not just me that you influence. You've got a, a following on Instagram, like 20 plus thousand followers. Yeah, That was built from fitness, sharing just purely your fitness, right? So it's not just me that you've influenced. It's lots of other people who were there for that journey too. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's true. I think that I found the more vulnerable I got and the more raw I got, mm. the more I connected with the audience. Yeah. Um, when I just posted like basic food photos, people would like them to a certain degree. but Great they, meal prep ideas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they never really compelled someone to message you and share yeah. whatever story they had. Yeah. You know, you know, the whole, I'll always remember this one thing about your fitness is when you mentioned morning abs, oh. right? <laughs> do, you, do you have morning abs? I do have yes. morning abs, right? But it, it, it is now, it is now three o'clock in the afternoon. So I have no, no, no one has three o'clock right? afternoon abs. But people don't realize because, and they judge themselves based on that perception of what they see in the morning versus what they see at night yeah. right and it's even like when you work out and you train people like no you you weigh yourself in the morning yep. you don't weigh yourself at the end of the day it's not a true reflection of your body so for you when you shared that photo of like this sculpted body right and then when you were bloated too yeah. you're like morning ab versus like you know after but it wasn't just that you're like this you were real in the sense of saying this is not what my body actually looks like. I had to stand at this angle, yep. pose at this degree with this kind of lighting to get this. This this is what I actually really look like in front of a mirror. Yeah, yeah. So that, 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 that rawness it connects with people and you're right. Yeah, I, um, I think in, in anything that we do, if we can keep authenticity at the forefront mm. of what we do, the connection will be much deeper with, mm. with people yeah through that creativity you found content creation is a a creative art and it's a skill and you found joy through that but obviously in the joy there's moments when it's not so great yeah how how do we deal with all you now also have another baby (laughs) Um, are we talking about low moments in business or just like low moments in personal let's talk about let's take it from low moments in personal and then i also want to touch on to business too because they're both in the same but also different okay let's start with personal moments Mm -hmm. okay um yeah so definitely for me I am affected by how I feel Mm. um and 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 that comes from a direct correlation between how I look as well so if I don't like the way I look Mm. I don't feel confident in my skin and I think you know firsthand it's affected um my self-confidence I don't want to go out I decline social invitations even if I really want to go to them you know I just don't go um but I've learned that through fitness I can make myself feel better Mm. I can make myself feel better no one else can movement 
No yes, one else yeah. can like as much as your husband loves you, as much as your friends mm. love you, yeah. you know. And they're like, it's fine, just come, you know. Only yeah. you can make yourself feel better. Yeah. So I say to you now, I don't say you're fine. I say go for a run, Jen. Yeah, go, <laughs> go for a run and then let's go. Yeah, <laughs> We're going come on, go, go for a run, sweat it out, and then come back <laughs> yeah, and let's yeah. go. But yeah, so in your personal life, that's how you you find time when you're stressed to 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 ground yourself. What about in business? Ooh, let's, this is a hard one, yeah. hey. Because let's put this into perspective a little bit, right? Um, and, and you probably have the same thing. Uh, I've gone on on-site with clients before where you expect everything is ready for you when you get there, Yeah. right? And it's not. You get there and they're not set up. They're not all that. You, you deal with that anxiety and that stress and you're like, you, you rock up to a, a gig and you're in your creative flow. You're like, yeah, I'm going to shoot the best thing and stuff. And then things happen yep. on-site that kind of takes you a step back and you're like reanalyze things. How do you get back into that creative flow when you're stressed out or like nervous on site? Yeah, you know what? I rocked up to a job once and I dropped my camera right right before walking into the client's off into their business. (laughs) In the lift going up, I dropped it. Yeah. I like... (laughs) (laughs) And your bread and butter is based on this camera, right? Uh, Yeah, Yeah. literally. Thank God. Like I opened it and like it's like glass smashed everywhere. Mm. Luckily it was just the lens protector. Yeah. So I could take that off, dust it off, but... Yeah. I was like, oh. And then that just ruins your flow, doesn't Mm. it? Yeah. And then... But yeah, you just, I don't know what it is, but I guess you just have to just kick into this professional gear and just go, you know what, let's just do it. You take a a few shots and they're not the best, but you just got to keep building on it. Yeah. And then eventually you find your flow. You have to, you know, because the client's there, they've set up, they're ready to go or or, or not. (laughs) Is it safe to say for you then, for you, your motivation is I'm here to do a job. And I've got to do it where, regardless of how I feel. My my client is depending on me. And once you are able to kick start that, then you're able to get into that zone. 100%. My, um, my sort of core values in business mm. um, is on-time delivery. Yeah. You know, deliver what you say you're going to deliver. You yeah. know, I don't... If be- not more. Yeah. And yeah. I would rather lose money on that job and deliver what I say I'm going to deliver than mm. not lose... The, the, oh, you know, I'll just save the money and just tell them they can shoot next week or something. Yeah, yeah. No way. That would yeah. never happen. Yeah. yeah. So. I, I, th- I think that's a big thing, especially when you're in for content creation, there's no way where, you, like, you know, with even with artists on site, we've got to deliver a certain standard that we've promised to. Mm-hmm. So we've got to find ways to recope. For me, it's like taking a moment, just sitting there and breathing and being like, this is not the worst thing that can happen. I mean, your camera smashed. It probably is, yeah. <laughs> right? But it was very fortunate. And you're probably grateful that it was just the the lens protector that broke. You're probably grateful that you had a lens protector. I know, one. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I had another client where I shot and I went home and I was editing. And no matter what I did to these photos, they were just not good. Mm. So I rang the client back up and I said, look, honestly speaking, mm. you know, 80% of the photos look great. There's this portion that I'm just not happy with and I don't want to deliver that to you. I want to come out again at my cost, Mm. at my time, um, and I want to reshoot these. Is that okay with you? And they were so happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. So Sometimes you got to just go back and redo it again. Yeah. It helps the situation. I think there there are sort of two schools of thought, right? So one is definitely do or die, you have to deliver. The other one is it's not like it's not life or death. Yeah. Yeah. It can be fixed. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. What I can also say about you, right, is your dedication and 
I'm going to use this word in the nicest way, stubbornness, yep. right, has helped you so much with your fitness and health. We, we are going on, what right, as of this moment today, recording this, you are on week 12 of your... Yep, your so tomorrow health. I will be finishing week 12, yes. Yep, week 12. You have not done a treat meal in that 12 weeks. Yes. So I've done fitness programs too. And for me, I'm like, I need a treat meal every, like, you know, so often. Every, every week I get one treat meal. Yep. You've gone 12 weeks. What's the drive? To, 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 to keep going with this. Look, anyone who's been on fitness and been on a health regime and in this knows how difficult it is, right? Yeah, you get to eat, but you don't get to eat what you normally do. And there's a strict way of eating in a sense. It's, it's difficult. It is. Yeah. Um, there are many drivers. Look, uh, society, I've noticed this even directly, right? So as soon as I went back to the gym, the amount of people at the gym that didn't recognize me because mm. I'd look so different, yeah. obviously, because I've got all this weight on. Yeah. Compared to the way that those people treat me now is chalk and cheese, mm. right? Yeah. So, and, and I'm not saying that I care what other people think because mm. I think you, you know me well enough yeah. to know that I don't care. However, society is driven by that, you mm. know, and we are treated so differently. Yeah based on how we look yeah. and you get better service, you get yeah. the jobs, you know, mm. if you look the part, yeah. so to speak, we're not yeah. talking about being a glamour model, but just yeah. looking presentable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that is a driver. And even in business, I've noticed so much, you know, the, the good looking person gets the job. Yeah. If, if depending on the industry that yeah, you're yeah. in. Dep- yeah, like, yeah. you know, if the skills are very similar and mm. on par, yeah. you know, the person that would get the job would be most likely. The most presentable The person. most presentable person. Yeah. Um, at home, even, I can honestly say, like, you know, looking the way that I, before I lost the weight, I wasn't confident at home. Mm. There was no no sex there was not not like I just wasn't interested because I felt like horrible in my body this this is more and to elaborate this this is more about how you felt about yourself too yeah my husband's never said anything like he's never been like uh you need to 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 get on that both of us if he said yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah but he's never said anything like that but it's just even for me like I just didn't feel confident. Yeah. In Your awareness yeah. in, in knowing that it was about you and you had to do something about it. It's been the biggest drive. You but, say. you know, shopping is fun. Going out yeah. is fun. Yeah. You know, when you start saying yes to social events. You feel you more know. energetic too when yeah. you're taking care of yourself. Everything just like ticks its own boxes mm. once you feel great about yourself. Yeah. Do you say, would you say feeling great about yourself also has helped you in your business of being more creative and coming up with ideas? 100%. Just, yeah. 100%. Because you're putting yourself out there now. Yeah. You're happy to, you want to. You're, yeah. And then you you go into these events and you're meeting people and people want to meet you and mm. you want to have these conversations. Whereas before you're, you're happy to sit in the corner yeah. and not be noticed and not make mm. that connection and not share your business card. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So th- this fitness thing isn't really about anyone else. It's been about for you. It always health, has yeah. been. Yeah. Yeah. But you've you shared it with others and it's inspired them to get up and move. I know. Yeah. I get so many messages from people mm. now. I can say like even for me, like sometimes when I'm feeling down or what's that saying? You say you, you never regret a workout session. Never. Right? Yes. So sometimes when I'm like, I really don't want to do this or I don't want 
I don't want to, I will go and do a boxing session yeah. and I would regret it. Like not regret it. I, I don't want to get out of bed in the morning, yeah. right? But I would go there and do the session and wouldn't regret it. But then new ideas would spark from it because I feel refreshed. Yeah. I feel energised. It's that hit of endorphins yes. that you get. Yes. Yeah. You go to gym like twice a day sometimes. Uh, uh, yeah. Not look, it's not an everyday yeah, thing. Sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it is one of my luxuries that if I if I had a spare hour, which is rare, mm. right, yeah, amongst yeah. everything that we all do. But yeah. if I had a spare hour, some people would like, oh, you know, I'll pick up calligraphy and yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll write. Yeah, I would yeah. be like, I'm gonna go to the gym <laughs> again, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, Jen, what are you doing? She's like, I'm at the gym, and I'm like, yeah, I'm at my desk. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I see that and I feel that too because when you're moving your body it changes like you're putting yourself you're taking yourself out of that environment that brings you down in order to to help you I see it more I see the benefits more now with when I look at my parents um Mm. and and that's like looking into the future for Mm. yourself right yeah and I see how immobile they are yeah and and I think mum like like my mum is every day at the doctors they're Mm. retired but literally every day they have to go to some doctor appointment some pain some ache some headache and I'm like uh, the solution, my feeling is the solution is strength training. Yeah. You have no muscles, you have no energy, you, yeah. you know, it's not about taking a painkiller. Mm. Yeah. You, you know, and that's my other fear too, you know, that Health, I'm going to yeah. get to, because I'm 41 now, yeah. I'm not. 25 anymore mm. so i if i don't start looking after my health now you're paying for it later through i pain. will definitely be yeah. paying for and, it and people say oh like but it's so expensive to sign up a gym or get a pt or eat more healthy but what are we going to compromise on? are we going to we're going to pay for the food and the the, the exercise or are we going to pay for the medication later yeah. on too yeah yeah it i literally just way. had this conversation yeah. with someone as well online mm. um and i said yeah but it's not like they're forever either yeah you don't have the pt forever no, no. it's just a short yeah. time so you can learn the skills that you need to learn mm. get the knowledge yeah it's and the then, habits that you change. and then you implement that yourself and then yeah. you don't have to pay them yeah i would say i've been doing so i've i've been working with um my trainer, DOOPT, and and the nutrition coach from that for, what, all up three years. Yep. But seriousness, I've been doing – I've done three rounds of their six-week And I love that yeah. after you're done, you're like, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> I want to do another round. Yeah. <laughs> you, you do, right? I love you get that. stuck into it because you keep learning from it. Like from what I learned in the first round to the second round has been different. But what I notice is my energy levels. Yep are so much more different and I've got this spark in me to to be able to work like we did a video the other day about like why it's important to work out as a calligrapher for me it's getting up and moving because as a calligrapher you sit most of the day and what's the daily average they say the daily average is like at least eight to ten thousand steps right an average worker who sits at a desk gets maybe four thousand five thousand if you're lucky if you're lucky if you don't and and even less now for those working from home mm-hmm. who don't have to run to the train station or walk out and get lunch. But the difference it does to your body, like I'm able to work longer mm. because I work out. That's what I used to say to people um, when we used to have the restaurant for a solid three years mm. after I had Bronson, I operated on four hours sleep. Mm. Not a nap. Like what? A, what a brag back then. I, it was such a, yeah. I operated on four hours sleep for about three years. And I used mm. to say to people, 
the reason why I can do this is because mm. I'm fueling my body with the right things. Yeah. I'm not saying you can survive on yeah, four yeah. hours sleep, but you certainly couldn't do it on a poor diet. Mm. Yeah. 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 So like it, it, everything plays into a factor, right? Your 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 diet, your your um, movement and your rest. They all, they're the three key things that would help. And I love that you said, um, when you just said like the things that you had learned from the first round with DIY PT to your second Mm. round, um, you've learned something totally different. Mm. Even for me, the same thing, you know, from my first weight loss journey to now, I thought I had it in the bag. I was like, I know what I'm doing. I've done it. But I did all those things and it didn't work. So I had to learn all over again. So so what I've learned though, right, with this in, I asked, I asked DIY this, I was like, how come in my first round I was able to drop all this like excess weight that I wanted to, but in this round I found it so much harder. And they said, it's because your body gets used to one way yep. and in order to level up, you have to do it a different way, and which means you have to do it a bit harder. Yeah. All right. And same with the third round. And every time you're leveling up, you get to a place where you plateau. Yeah. And that's it. Your body's like, this is the norm for us now. If yes. we want to change, we're going to do something a bit harder, you know? Yep, yep. And it's the same with calligraphy and any type of uh, creativity. It's like with calligraphy, you start with the beginners. You ace that. You want to go up to the next level, it's going to take a bit harder. Yes. The same with content creation for you. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, you start with editing, you know, normal videos and you watch what people do and then you yeah. see another video and you're like, oh, yeah, how they do that? So you yeah. start learning about it. It takes you hours to put something together. Yeah. But once you work out how to do it, it's quick and that becomes your new normal. Mm. And that, that works with everything in life too. I got a last question for you, Jen. Yes. My question is, with your busy lifestyle, how would you, what advice would you give someone who's kind of in the hustle of life and trying to get through everything? I think for me, doing baby number two has definitely changed my mindset in how the hustle should work. Mm. Um, being around you has helped to a certain mm, degree because you know although you and I are so so different mm. um there are parts of me that have learned mindfulness mm. around just things that I do and if we go back to the whole four hours sleep thing I used to think that that was such a flex yeah you know that was like yeah like I've been running on four hours sleep and you know I'd work a hundred hour weeks mm. and I do a full-time job and I run a restaurant yeah but then this time around, I've learned that no one's winning. Like, well, actually, like I'm not winning mm. on that. I spend no time with my kids. Yeah. I'm sleep deprived. My, you know, I've got bags under my eyes. I don't have time for a relationship with my husband. Mm. So now I'm more mindful about how I schedule my day. Viet asked me the other day, he was like, oh, well, but don't you have an appointment after here? I was like, I only book in one or two things a day mm. max for my mental health reasons, you know, um, because I don't want to stress. I don't want to be running around from A to B to C to D, you know. I still have to pick up, do school pick up, and Mm. I want to make sure I get there on time. I don't want to have to stress about that. Um, that. So, so yeah, so definitely the the idea that you have to be grinding to be successful, no, no more. Awesome. Yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing. No. Thank you for being on today's episode. Thank you for having me. No worries. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to Mindful Creatives, the podcast, for more real-world advice from my guests on how to apply mindfulness to inspire creativity and improve all areas of your life.